Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. By special request of our Alex Barica, who follows the IPO market for us here. That was her pick? That was her hot tune? That, that is my hot tune today, Corey, and I'll tell you why. Wow. Uh, we're talking energy IPO market right now, which has been flip-turned upside down. This year in 2017, uh, the majority of the listings always come from either uh, exploration and production companies, what we call E&P, or energy services companies. So the first camp are the ones who look for the oil, they produce it. Uh, the second camp are the companies that provide all of the ancillary services from pressure pumping to fracking to fracking sand and and everything in between usually EMP companies those those explorers and producers they make up the majority of the US listings market especially since 2015 where we went 20 months since the beginning of 2015 without a single energy services IPO this year that has completely changed uh, we've had five deals uh, since January of this year raising a combined 1.36 billion dollars in energy services that's more than the whole of 2013 when oil prices averaged above 90 90 bucks a barrel and equal to 2006 before the financial crisis when oil traded around 66 bucks a barrel that's huge and you know regular EMP companies are are significantly behind so there's been this kind of interesting flip this year that folks in the industry are watching and and have been frankly excited for because there hasn't been a lot of offerings obviously right. after that long pause so why is this going on um, there are a few reasons with oil prices being so depressed over the past couple of years. Uh, a lot of these energy services uh, companies their financials weren't looking great because as uh, oil rigs have been taken offline, folks weren't looking as much for oil and gas. They weren't exploring as much, so you don't have as much need for services. So their value is in what they actually do for their customers, right? And an exploration and production company, a lot of those kind of companies' values are frankly the assets they have in the ground of the leases or the land that they own. Mm -hmm. So there's still inherent value there. So you, you didn't see a lot of these deals for for a while now things have started to turn around the businesses are actually doing better because people are buying their services oil has stabilized granted it's not doing great especially over the last couple of weeks but we're still around that 50 bucks a barrel uh, point and frankly for energy services uh, unlike exploration and production there isn't as big of an M&A bid because there aren't as many acquirers and it's harder to integrate uh, these very niche services with uh, some of the bigger companies there's less of a reason to buy them, whereas a lot of the explorers and producers that were considering listing last year actually got bought before they listed because people wanted the land that they owned. I mean, is there demand if there's a few issues? It's not just one issue that you're saying is coming to market, correct? Right. And, and that's where a lot of the question will come in. There has been demand. These deals have gotten done. I'm thinking specifically of the ones like NCS uh, Multistage Holdings, which priced uh, about a month ago, uh, Select Energy Services. These deals are getting done. Um, they are full disclosure. Some of them aren't getting priced where they wanted them to. Mm. But the point is they're able to get out. Uh, the people I'm talking to in this industry have basically said it's the conditions are good enough for these companies to go. There's such a huge backlog that they are getting out the door. 
There is a big question, though, around investor fatigue. Do people get really sick of seeing, you know, right. there's been a lot of pressure pumpers and there are some more in the pipeline. Do people get sick of buying new issuance of pressure pumping stocks? How much of your portfolio do you actually need to have allocated toward that? That is a question that is is real. But frankly, a lot of the people who own these companies, who need liquidity, uh, who have access to capital markets are glad that, again, that these deals are getting done. Uh, certainly liquidity in the, in the oil and gas field is a, is, has been a, a rarity in the last, uh, you know, with these, the, the low oil deck. Even, even, at, even at 45 bucks a share, a lot of deals weren't getting done. It, it has been. And, a, and a share, a barrel. Exactly, me. a barrel. It, it has been. And that's the case across IPOs and actually in secondary issuance from existing public companies raising equity capital, uh, especially late last year when you saw the credit markets really lock up. I mean, early last year, excuse me, when the credit markets really locked up, you saw a lot of the existing oil and gas companies across all kind of verticals in the industry accessing equity markets because they needed to repair their balance sheets. They couldn't go to, it's a lot of high yield companies. They mm. couldn't get debt. They were tapping uh, equity sales or convertible sales because they needed to fix their balance sheet. That has kind of worked its way through the system. And we did see a kind of some front running of these existing public companies raising equity or financing deals with equity, which is a good sign for the IPO market. Because right. if those deals get done, then the new issuance will be easier to do along the way. So there's a lot of, of kind of uh, things are, again, just good enough, which has spurred one of the biggest years so far, frankly, uh, for equity issuance. This could top out energy services listings, even if we just have a few more for at least the past decade in terms of uh, amount of stocks sold. And finally starting to see a little bit of activity. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, Alex, thank you so much. Alex Barinka, Bloomberg's, uh, Bloomberg News IPO reporter. You can check her out on Twitter at Alex Barinka. Check out more in the uh, world of IPOs, too, at Bloomberg.com. You're listening to Bloomberg Radio.